Welcome to the Tennessee Achieves podcast, dedicated to and inspired by our students who for over a decade have broken cycles, conquered obstacles, overcome barriers, and exceeded expectations. In turn, our students have also inspired Tennessee Achieves, a nonprofit designed to increase the percentage of Tennessee students earning a college credential. Operating in partnership with Tennessee Promise, Tennessee Achieves works with thousands of high school students each year as they transition to and through college. We believe successful students result in thriving communities. The Tennessee Achieves podcast will share stories of students, their mentors who provide encouragement, and our countless partners who contribute to this movement. Each meant to leave you a bit smarter about transitioning from high school to college and a bit shrewder about navigating college. No one loves Tennessee Achieves more than me. Here we go. Hi, and welcome to the Tennessee Achieves podcast. So excited today because we have two students with us. I love the work that Tennessee Achieves embarks upon each day because the organization is student-focused. Our mission is student-focused. Our work is student-focused. The team wakes up every day thinking about how to best serve students and families across Tennessee. It's amazing to me that to date, Tennessee Achieves has worked with over 400,000 students since we launched our program as Knox Achieves in 2008. The program continues to grow, which means more students are being served by Tennessee Achieves and Tennessee Promise each year. We're hoping that this translates into a tangible impact on our drive to 55, the state's mission to achieve 55% post-secondary attainment by 2025. So, Putting students first is what we do at Tennessee Achieves. It's what we wake up and think about. I think about it before I go to sleep and while I shower. How can we best serve our students? So grateful for the students who are joining us today to share their story. Tamari and Emma uh, are both students in their first year at Community College, Tennessee Achieves students who have benefited from the Tennessee Promise Program. Super excited to share their story. So Tamari, why don't you kick us off by telling us a little bit about yourself? She's not excited about the tell us about yourself question, but we're forcing her into it this morning anyway. Okay, so um, I go to Pellissippi State, the Hardin Valley campus. I went to Hardin Valley Academy and uh, I'm pretty boring uh, on the radio. <laughs> I'm pretty boring on the radio. Don't really know what to say. Tell uh, me about, do you work while you're attending school? Yeah, I have two jobs. Tell um, me about those jobs. What are you doing when you're not at school? When I'm not at school, um, I'm working. I work on the, I just got a job at Cheddar's as a server on the weekends. And then I work Monday through Friday with Emerald Youth Foundation as an AmeriCorps member. So I like watch kids after school and that's pretty fun. Um, I just lay around the house. I don't really go out that much. <laughs> There's nothing to do in Knoxville to be. But like, you're, you're a runner, and, right? Not anymore. Not anymore. I'm retired. You're a retired, retired runner. Retired athlete. I'm retired athlete. <laughs> a 19-year-old retired runner. Yes. I like it. It's over. I just want to focus on school now. 
I love that. The opportunities done as I can that doesn't involve, you know, running because I didn't think that would work out for me. Why did you pick Emerald Youth for your your job after work? Any particular, I have a huge heart for Emerald Youth, love the program. So any particular connection that made you take that path? Um, When I was looking for jobs before the semester started, I was looking for jobs that would fit my schedule. And my schedule, I got out at 1245 on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I got out at 1035 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And with the job, you come in at a certain time every single day. It's 2 to 6, and it just worked out for me. When I got out at 12.45, I just go straight to work. And then, you know, if I got out at 10.35, I had, like, a little bit of time to run errands. If I wanted to work out, I would. If I wanted to, that's rare. But if I wanted to work out, I'd go work out at the, um, the rec center up there and, you know, study if I had to, if I had a test coming up, stuff like that. So it just fit the time and – I love the kids. Like building the relationship with the kids was is right now the best part because it's getting like our relationship is growing more. And I just want to be a good role model and mentor for these kids because they don't have that, you know, like people come and go out of their lives all the time. So I just want to be like that big sister to them, kind of like, you know, I have a lot of siblings anyway. So it's kind of like my my thing to, you know, be a big sister to little kids and try to help them, you know, guide them in the right path. I love that so much. Tell me about your family dynamic. So lots of brothers and sisters. How many? Are you the oldest? Talk to us about that. So I have seven, six, not seven, six <laughs> siblings. And I am kind of the middle in that, in the six, but I'm the oldest with um, the ones that were from my mom. So I have um, one older sister, she's 23, then one sister who's the same age as me. She's 19, but she's just a few months older. Then my little sister, she's 17. Little brother, he's 18. Sorry, did that backwards. I did always do the girls first. Always do the girls first. And then I have one brother, he's 12. And then another little sister, she is six, seven months old. So Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> my dad's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how my family is. Um, I live with my mom. And my mom is disabled, so it's kind of like I'm like the... The head of, I'm really the head of the house, if we're being completely honest. I think I'm the head of the house. Like, I'm, me and my grandma are, like, the responsible ones. And then my mom and my sister and brother are just kind of willy-nilly. They just, you know, ditzy. They just do whatever. They don't really think about stuff they do. So, you know, I'm kind of like the head of my house. But, you know, I have a lot of siblings. <laughs> That's a lot of siblings and a lot of responsibilities. So school full-time, two jobs. And head of the house. That's yeah, a lot. It is. And you thought you had nothing to say when we talked about Tell me about yourself. I have nothing to talk about. It's a lot to talk about. Yeah. Okay, Emma, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I go to Roan State at the Oak Ridge campus. Um, I went to South High School. Um, and I work at UG Medical Center uh, as a nurse technician. So, What drew you to the nurse uh, technician field? I'm a nursing major, so I'm trying to get my RN associate's degree, and it's just a learning experience because you get to experience so much even if you're not, like, a nurse. Like, you get to see everything that the RNs there get to do, and helping patients is just, like, really fun. Like, it can be stressful, like, when you have, like, 16 patients, but uh, it just teaches you responsibility, and it also helps, like, with your studies. Like, it goes along with what you're learning in class, so it really helps out. That's fantastic. How long have you been at UT Medical? I started in July, so I just work maybe once or twice a week, so it just kind of 
and it really does help with my schedule because I'm just as needed. So I pick up whenever I have a free chance. So. And did it solidify for you? Like, this is what I want to do. Because we hear from lots of students, specifically those who want to go into the medical field that they job shadow or do an internship. And then they're like, wait a second, maybe this is not for me. This was like for you sort of, yes, this solidifies it for me. Well, I don't want to work in a hospital after like experiencing this just because it's not like the type of setting or work schedule I want. Cause like the 12 hour shift is like really hard, like seven to seven. Cause it kind of just takes up your whole day, but I would like to work in like an office or clinic as a nurse, just like, it's the same concept, just not as like hectic, I guess. So. So like Tamari, tell me about, you said you went to South Doyle high school. Uh, tell me more about your family dynamic. Um, I have a pretty small family, but when you have a small family, it's like you're all pretty close. So like we all, they all encourage me and um, pray for me and my studies and everything. So it's like having a nice family. Like I know a lot of people don't get to see their family very much, but I see them like every weekend we go out to eat and everything. So it's really nice just having like a close family. I only have one brother and then I have my parents and then my aunts and uncles and my grandparents. So it's all basically on my mom's side of the family. So it's pretty nice that we all live within like a couple blocks of each other. So South, <laughs> South Knoxville proud. Yes, yes yeah. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. It's a real thing. Well, fantastic. Okay. We're going to jump right into some more questions. What was high school like for you? Tamari, walk me through. I know you were a student athlete. Tell me, was it easy? Was it hard? Did you have a lot of friends? Did you think about going to college? What, what was high school like? <clears throat> so high school was um, at first. It was so fun. Like freshman year, I had, it's just going to sound like kind of braggish, but I had a lot of friends. Like I knew everyone because we all went to the same middle school. Even the people that I didn't really know, they were like best friends to me. So it was kind of like a family at first. And then over the course of, you know, everybody graduating and everybody leaving, it was kind of tough. That's when I kind of focused more on myself and more on, you know, graduating and getting to do things at school because I didn't do a lot of I didn't go to a lot of athletic events like I didn't go to you know homecoming all that stuff I just kind of stayed to my kind of not by myself but I just didn't go out like that much because I was a freshman in high school I mean people do that now but I was just like no I'm too young I don't want to you know be with that kind of crowd but and then my sister wasn't there either until my sophomore year so it was kind of like you know, I'm by myself. Like me and my sister, that's 17, the one I took to school this morning. She's really, we're really close because we have the same room. Anyways, like we share a room. So we're really close. And I always just did stuff with her and made sure that I put out like a, um, what is that? Like a good role model for her. Made sure that I got all my studies done, especially my senior year. I kind of just kicked it into gear because I was like, okay, it's like grind time. I have a year. I got to get everything together. And then my senior year is when I became more involved in school. I wanted to be in a bunch of clubs. I went to all the football games. I don't go to basketball games, but I went to all the football games and got really involved in the school. And that's kind of what high school was like for me all four years. <laughs> How about you, Emma? Um, I was in marching band and – I my first time in public school was my freshman year so I was in a private school up until then so it was like really scary so my mom encouraged me to join marching band so I would have band camp before um, school started so I'd have some friends I really did not want to do it but 
I did all four years, and it was just amazing. I made so many friends. I was at every single football game except one, so I definitely got the experience. But uh, and like also leadership because um, I was the captain of my section, so it taught me a lot of things. And uh, I was also in HOSA, so like I know Taylor was in HOSA also. So um, my health science and nursing education teachers just really like. That's why I'm here today, like doing what I'm doing and how I have my job and everything. It's really nice. I just learned so much from them. And I got to go to Texas on the international hosted trip. It was just so much fun. So that's great. Would you say to both of you, would you say that you felt academically prepared when you made the leap from high school to to college? Um, Not. Not the first three years, but my senior year, since my counselor was like, you could do dual enrollment, like you're eligible. That really helped me kind of get prepared for college because I it was college classes. So, because I had no idea what it was going to be like. I, I'm over here thinking it's always oh, just like high school, but it's, it's really not at all. So, yeah, it kind of did academically help me prepare for where I am now. So you took some dual enrollment classes your senior year? Yeah, I took two dual enrollment classes, and I thought, that was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely ready now, but it's another conversation. <laughs> well, I do think that it it's helpful, those classes, in shifting your mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you feel more like your college material in a way that maybe you didn't prior to taking those dual enrollment classes. Does that feel fair? Yeah, exactly how it was. That's great. What about, what about you, Emma? Did you feel academically prepared? Definitely, like... I had anatomy in high school, not like AP, but I definitely like learned so much from that class. And even though it didn't count for like a college credit, I was so much more prepared for AP and or ANP in college. And uh, everybody else was just kind of struggling. And I had already had this background in it. Then all my health science and medical therapeutics classes just really like helped me get through everything. And everything was just so great. Like I'm totally prepared, like, for, especially for my first general education courses. Like, I felt great. And I know a lot of people think, like, oh, South Doyle, like, they don't exactly know, like, they're not top tier for academics, but it's gotten so much better. And I I learned so much from there, so. Way to go, South Doyle. That's awesome. Fantastic. So, uh, Tamara, you're at Pellissippi. Emma, you're at Roan State. What made you choose those colleges? What about Pellissippi spoke to you? Or was it a, a speaking sort of situation? Or was this because of finances? Walk me through that. Um, that part gets kind of blurry for me because I originally wanted to go to the University of Tennessee, but I didn't know any, like, I didn't know much about college. I'm, like, kind of the first in my family to go. There was nobody to really tell me, like, you know, tuition is this, this much, and you have to get scholarships in order to, you know, pay for that since we can't just, you know, pay it out of pocket. Nobody really told me that until my senior year. I talked to my college counselor, and she kind of, we talked about Pellissippi, and I knew a lot of people were going there, and I'm like, what the heck is Pellissippi? Where, where is this school? I've never seen it in my life. And then, you know, it's right down the road from Martin Valley. How about you, Emma? I originally was going to do the OTA program, so Pellissippi didn't have that option. They kind of have a few more options when it comes to, like, the healthcare field. So I applied to Run State, and then I ended up changing my mind and wanting to do nursing. So I was like, okay, I'll just go to Run State and take their nursing classes there. So it just it kind of worked out, I guess, because it's giving me more experience, I guess, because they do have, like, um, pharmacology at Run State, which I don't think Pellissippi has, like, the full class for pharmacology, but 
it's been pretty nice. I'm I'm either going to go to Pellissippi or Run State, depending on like nursing admission to the program. So. I love that. Those are two of my favorite schools. We've been working with them for over a decade and they're, they're great places to land, certainly. Tell me about your first days of college. So Tamara, you said you were the first person in your family to go to college. Congratulations, by the way. Big deal. Told you that before. Uh, I was also the first person in my family to go to college. And quite frankly, I was terrified probably throughout the first semester, if I'm being honest. Uh, but especially in the very beginning, I sort of felt like uh, everyone could see it right on me that I had like first generation written on my forehead. And so tell me about your experience those first few days or weeks on a college campus. So for me, it was, um, I was really, really confident. I was like, I've done this before. Like, I got this. I'm not ready for here. I was just really confident. Was I was really confident. All my classes, I was like, this. I'm gonna keep my GPA at 3.0. It's gonna be great. Like I know all these people. Like I just feel like at home. It felt like I was back in high school. Like most of my class, 2019, are at LSU or they're doing like a volunteer bridge program. So it's kind of like they're all there. It's it's fun. Like I think it's fun. The first few days were fun. It was all great. I loved it. So why is that past tense? Did that shift at some point? Yes. <laughs> really early, actually. I had dropped a class because this is going to sound like a queer um, statement, but I knew I was going to fail it. So I had dropped it. I was like, I'm not even going to do it. I just want to keep my GPA up. And, you know, once I started actually taking tests and doing all the homework, I just wanted to, like, I just wanted it to be over. I was God, I want to graduate. It's only the first semester. <laughs> this is so hard. Like, I'm not going to make it. So that's kind of what my, how my mindset changed towards like the middle of the semester, like midterms. I looked at my grades and I was like, well, did I even go? Like, what? <laughs> what is going on? But um, I made it through with some pretty decent grades. Not, not what I'm happy with now, but, you know, I passed. So that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. First semester is the roughest, right? It just is. For I have never talked to anyone, people who are incredibly bright and incredibly successful, and everyone has a nightmare or crisis right. story from the first semester. <laughs> Survival uh, is what it's all about. What was a turning point for you? Um, turning point for me that made my mindset like, from confident to like black. No, to, oh, okay. when you were when you went through this sort of like oh I can't do it. What yeah. made you dig in? Well, um, I kind of had to. I talked to a lot of people. Like I talked to Sumner a lot about specifically one class, and I would talk to my college success professor about the exact same class because I was failing. Like I had a full F at midterm by midterms, and I was like, what can I do? to bring my grade up. I talked to my professor. It was just like, and I just, I just couldn't do it. Like I was never raised to have, you know, C's. I wasn't even like my mom made sure, like if I had a C, it was phone taken. Like she made sure that we had good grades and we were going to make it somewhere. So I was, I've always grown up with that mindset. So I put it on myself to like, okay, you know, if, you know, I, I just kind of let up a little bit. I was like, okay, a C is fine. I mean, you have a full F, you know, that could at least be a C or a D it's passing. So that's what kind of shifted my mindset was just talking to people and 
digging and getting that motivation from myself and from how I was raised, you know, you don't get C's. Like, you know, you have to get A's or B's. That's just how it has to be. So that's kind of what got me going. I love that. Reaching out, u- utilizing your support system. Very smart. How about you, Emma? First first few days or weeks at Rune State? I was very anxious because I only knew like maybe three people from Southwell, especially because it's so far away. It's about a 35-minute drive from my house. So I first thing I got there, I was in the car. And I was just like panicking, sitting there, just thinking like, I'm not going to know anybody. And I had one class with one of my friends, but that was later in the day. So I was like pretty scared to go in there. But It was fine once I met my professors because, like, I, of course, like, looked up all my professors before I picked them. So they were all super cool and just really friendly. But it was pretty great after that. I wasn't nervous, like, academically, just, like, socially going there because, like, not knowing people is, like, one of the hardest things going into a new school. So hadn't done it in four years. So it's kind of a new experience, like, starting fresh, like, out of college. So but it was pretty nice after that, after the first week. (laughs) We have this story. It's a heartbreaking story that ended up being really great in the end. But when, in the early days of Knox Achieves, we had a student who was a freshman at Pellissippi and she drove to Pellissippi for class for three days and sat in the parking lot and let the fear and anxiety uh, like uh, prevent her from moving out of the car and into the classroom. Uh, And we finally got a call from her. We walked her through it. Uh, Someone here met her and sort of just walked her to class. um, And she ended up graduating from Pellissippi. But there's the academic component, right? But then there is this social component as well, which I think many students struggle with. I, I love the fact that you both talked about a support system in ways uh, one, meeting your professors, which I think is so crucial. And students often think that professors are intimidating and scary. Uh, but I think you find specifically at the community colleges that they're pulling for you. You also have others there. So I, I love that. I love that you guys both brought that out. Speaking of support system, walk me through who your support system is. You guys are both bright and capable young women and certainly have a lot of drive within yourselves. But walk me through who you rely on in, in the college space. Um, I rely on Sumner a lot when I'm like stressed out about especially classes. Tell me, tell everyone who Sumner, I know who Sumner is. Yeah. Who's Sumner? <laughs> Sumner is my, or everyone's Tennessee <laughs> achieves like mentor, coach slash coach, you know, all that. She's, um, there to email you about deadlines. Um, she'll meet with you every month, talk about how school going, all that stuff. So for me, like our relationship has grown closer over time, just talking to her all the time about anything I'm going through, even like non-academic wise, she's just always there. And I talk to her about everything. So she's kind of been my like support system. And then my family's there, of course, they're gonna be there. Like I'm the first one, they're nervous too. Like, (laughs) what do you need? What can I do to help you? Like, you know, we want you to stay in school. So definitely. That's awesome. Definitely, yeah, my family's definitely a big support system too for me. That's great. How about you, Emma? Um, well, Taylor is my success coach. Well, not success coach. It's called a – I think that's what it's called. But that um, works. anytime I have, like, a quick question, just if I need, like, a quick text back answer, he always has an answer for me, or he tries to find an answer. So, because, like, I have some pretty 
thought-provoking questions sometimes about like financial aid and stuff like that. And that really Everyone helps me Everyone has questions about financial aid. It's so very you're confusing. Not <laughs> yeah, very confusing. Um, and then my family totally, like my grandmother calls me like every single day and she's just asking me how things are going. And she's like, I'm praying for you every single day. And it's just really great. And, you know, it can be annoying when you get a call every single day, but it's super nice to have that like backup. And my parents are always like, financially and encouraging me because my dad actually like dropped out of college with one semester left so he's like it's never been a question like I've always been like I was going to college like that was the deal just because I knew that nowadays you need a college degree to get any kind of living so like they're always just helping me and pushing me and then um my boyfriend like forces me to study he makes sure that I don't get on my phone or he's like are you studying are you studying and it's just like super helpful to have people who are like in your corner, like pushing you to do the best you can do. So. I love that. So great. So Tennessee Achieves, as I said, when we opened up, been around now almost 12 years, now attached to the Tennessee Promise Scholarship that uh, is more, uh, I think, more well-known across the state in terms of, of a name brand. But tell me how that was a difference maker for you when deciding to go to college, if you could go to college Talk about just the impact. So, like I said before, like my college counselor, I, I didn't know about the scholarship until my senior year. It was like last minute. She was like, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're eligible for this scholarship. And I was Is that like, Anna Graham? Yes. Yeah. Love Ms. her. Graham. Yeah. She's uh, fantastic. She was the one who told me about it. So. I was just like, I didn't know, like, what is a scholarship? What does this do? Like, she was like, oh, well, you can go to Mississippi State for two years for free just because you're eligible for the scholarship. And I feel like without that, I wouldn't have been, I honestly don't know where I'd be right now. I, I guess working, I mean, I don't really like working, but I guess working, I mean, I would. I know I would have tried to find a way to get to school somehow. I, I like school, some, when it's going good, I like it. So <laughs> yeah, I would have I found a way to get to school so I'm just I'm glad that she told me about that scholarship and that I can be you know where I am today. So it's been a real big helper for me in getting my life started and getting it somewhere. So there's the funding, and then you also get Sumner because yeah, of Sumner that, too, which I think you. you know it's often um, sort of an overlooked component, but yeah. a built-in support system I think is maybe just as important as the funding component. Mm-hmm. How about you, Emma? Um. I always, well, I went to a private school until high school, so I didn't really have any idea, like, before that, I was like, I really didn't know what I was going to do, because I was like, I would have had to come up with the money to, you know, go to college somewhere, because that wasn't available to me, but then once I got in high school, like, our um, career counselor, Miss Sonia Wood, she is- She's also one of my favorites. She's amazing. She's fantastic. It was, like, not even a question. She had everyone sign up for community college, just in case, and make sure that they have everything- figured out so that they have an option to go somewhere. So it was just, it's kind of like, even if people were going to a university, she wanted them to have that to fall back onto because it's just such a blessing, like to have this like opportunity, like people who don't live in Tennessee, I have no idea how they do it. Like, (laughs) it's like how, this is just amazing. Like, (laughs) yeah. And I love that you guys realize how fortunate you are. So part of my role now is traveling to other states and communities and talking about Tennessee Promise and Students are quite envious Mm -hmm. of what you have in Tennessee. So I'm thankful that the two of you aren't taking that for granted. What do you wish you knew your first semester? Like if you could give yourself advice 
uh, what you know now, you've both made it through your first semester. If you could go back and say, okay, Emma, or okay, Tamari, this is what you really need to be thinking about. What would you tell yourself? We'll start with Emma this time. Um, I guess not all professors are like scary, like everyone talks about, like especially community college, like they're not terrifying and they're willing to work with you, especially like there are a lot of kids in my classes that were turning in assignments late and they were super forgiving about it. And I mean, I didn't turn assignments in late, but I knew that <laughs> I knew you. that if I was going to, I'd be okay. So I would survive. So I wouldn't be as anxious about that part of it. So can't really think of anything else besides that. Um, I would tell myself to stop being fearful. Um, specifically one class like speech. I don't know why, but I was so nervous to speak in front of my class. And then you talked in front of like a group I, of I professionals that and know. like killed it. I did it not like so following sad. you because you did such a great job. I had a lot to live up to. It was just the grade. I was so worried like, oh my God, I'm going to stumble up my word and she's going to give me an ass. Like it that was a really tough class for me, especially this semester. That class specifically was just so tough. But that's what I would tell myself. Just stop being fearful. Get your stuff done. Like, get it done on time. Make sure you know everything that you need to know before you turn it in. Stop being lazy. You know, go to class. That's, that was kind of tough. Go to class. <laughs> go to class, you know. All that. Just the basics for me, which is, like, stop being fearful and, and you know, stop being lazy. That was it for me. I think that's really great advice. Uh, we find here that many students really struggle with time management, that that tends to be a really difficult thing to juggle. You both are working, you're in school full time, you have lives outside of school and work. And so time management just tends to be really tough. Would you guys agree with that? Yes, very, very tough. Any advice there? Do you keep a planner? I use Google Calendar. I tried to use like a paper planner, but that just not, it just does not work out for me because like I like having it on my phone to where I can get a reminder about things. So I'll put all my events, all my due dates because on your laptop, like there's an option where you can do to do reminder or an event. And it's like I have everything in there so that I know like and it's color coded and everything. So it's just super easy to use. And it's like you can have it wherever you're going. So use Google Calendar. It's like the best thing ever. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I bought a planner at the beginning. Of <laughs> it just doesn't work out. Like beautiful planner. It was so pretty. It was pink. It had like flowers on. I was like, yes, I'm going to use this. I did not touch that thing. It's still in my yeah. backpack somewhere. I did not use that. That's what kind of messed me up. I didn't really plan things out, but eventually towards like midterms, I saw my grades and I was like, what am I doing wrong? So I kind of just got like a bunch of apps and just try to keep myself reminded like you know bright space with Pellissippi they, mm -hmm. they do give you reminders you can get reminders like that and some professors will remind you but mine didn't so it was kind of like you need to you know put you know iPhones have remind so you could you know put that on there and you know notes and all that stuff so that's how I kind of kept up with things is remind on, on iPhone <laughs> and your coach is there always to yes, remind you of always. things right every week there's like an email from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we joke that uh it's a program of harassment in the softest sense of the word yeah, right we just want to make sure that you guys have all the information uh but Lifting up the coaching program, it's it's in its second year, I think has been one of the best things we've ever done at Tennessee Achieves. Taylor and Sumner are 
two of the very best we have. So you guys have um, a really solid, caring support system behind you. Okay, so we end all these podcasts with three questions. So I'm going to ask you the three questions, and I, I can't wait to hear your answers. So the first one is, if you could have coffee with anyone, who would it be? Um, <laughs> I guess I would like to have coffee with my papa every single day, just because he knows like so much well, what he doesn't know, he just makes up and you would never know. So <laughs> That's a lot like my grandfather. Yeah, but he's he's like the most hardworking person I've ever met. He worked at Kroger for like f- over 50 years and like he had three jobs. He worked the graveyard shift just for, to support his family. I'm like, he's like a super inspiration and he still helps us out even though like he's not always able to get out of the house. He's just like super great and like talking to him and he's very witty. So he would just brighten my day like every single day. I love that. Well, my answer is definitely not anything like that. Um, I would definitely choose a celebrity. My celebrity <laughs> would be Drake. Um, he's a rapper, artist, singer. I mean, I'm old, writer. but I know who Drake is. Everybody else knows. Drake is oh, my favorite. I love listening to his music. It's not like it motivates me or anything, but I just love like the vibes that his music gives off and like. It's so versatile. Like, if I'm feeling pumped up, I can listen to Drake. If I'm feeling sad, I can listen to Drake. If I'm feeling happy, I can listen to Drake. I can just listen to Drake all the time. And he's so funny. It's your spirit like, animal? Yes. He's just like, I feel like we get along. Like, our, both of our birthdays are in October. Like, that's my, like, my, I don't know what he is. But Drake, if you're listening, man. Tamari's waiting yeah, on you guys to be best day. friends. Yeah, yes, I love it. I love <laughs> oh, that makes my day. All right. What is your favorite book? Um, I haven't read like a whole bunch because I've just been super busy lately, but the Maze Runner series is like one of the books like I just really like. I read the last one in a day, so I read for like eight hours straight. It was just super exciting the whole time. The ma- it's it. Maze Runner? Yeah, they have the movies. The What's movies, it about? The movies are bad. Don't watch them. The movies like, are bad. They're not accurate, so don't watch them. Just read the books. They're great. <laughs> That's awesome. Um. Gosh. Okay. I don't read a lot, but when I did read in elementary school, my favorite series was Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Mm-hmm. I watched all the movies. I read all the books. It's just, it has pictures in it. It's funny. <laughs> like, it's just the perfect book. If you're bored, you want to read something fast. It's a good little book to read. So I like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. My like Oliver loves that series. We have every book in the house and he blows through it in like a day and he so loves it. Good. And he like laughs out loud. And so, yeah. Okay. So you and Oliver could be best friends, too. Um, Okay, what's been your favorite class so far, Emma? Mm. That's a hard question. I don't know. Like, they're not, like, fun, fun, because, you know, it's class. But psychology was pretty interesting just because you got to do, like, tests about yourself, which is really cool. Like, I had already done, like, the Enneagram test, but then there's, like, the what number are you? I'm a two and a four. So, like, I'm, like, it's like perfectly matched with a two and a four. So that's fantastic. But we did the other one. I forget like the, the one with the letters. I don't know. We did that one in class. It was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. I just enjoyed that. It was really cool. Like learning about yourself, I guess. Very cool. Self-awareness is huge. That's great. I'm a six, by the way. If anybody else is a six out there, I'm a six. Um, anyways, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love that. So. I'm an eight. We, we've done the Enneagram at Tennessee Achieves, uh, and we dig into it quite a bit. It's an amazing tool. So, like that, like yeah. Astrology and stuff. Those, that's like my thing. I love astrology. But um, my favorite class this semester was be my mm, college success class. 
No, my speech class. Even though I wasn't doing that well in it, all the people in that class were just awesome. Like, we would always laugh. My my professor, she was so, like, she was so funny. Like, she would just crack me up. She would crack the class up. We were all just cracking jokes, and everybody was just like a, it was just like we were all friends in there. But when it came time to, like, speech day, we were all just, like, cold, like, really got to speak today in front of all these people, even though I talk to them every day. That's kind of what's for me, but I love speech class. My professor was awesome. I love that. Well, thank you guys for coming today and sharing your stories. You certainly are inspiring to the Tennessee Achieves team. Have no doubt you're going to be inspiring to our listeners. You're both superstars and we are incredibly proud of you. So thanks so much. Uh, And we're so excited to continue as you uh, ultimately earn your college credentials. So I'm excited to see you both light up the world. Thanks so much. Thank you. (laughs) 